You are listening to the Painted Goddess Podcast, episode number 11. Well, hello. Thank you for listening. My name is Jennifer. I am the creator of Painted Goddess, a container for magic, divination, and healing spaces in the Pacific Northwest. So, Thank you for tuning in today. I have just a little, little snippet today, really. I had written a piece of writing, written a piece of writing. Um, I'm such a writer. Uh, I am. I was always a writer. I always wanted to be a writer when I was young. I used to write short stories all of the time. I even won a few awards and had my book that was illustrated and published, put into my elementary school library, which was kind of cool. I'm, you know, looking back on it now, it's possible that everyone um, had that. But for me, it was a big deal. I was a journalist in high school, an editor for the school newspaper, um, the opinion section. And, um, you know, honestly, I want to dig some of those opinion pieces out. Some of them had to do with pretty heavy subjects. One in particular that comes to mind is I always thought that um, that perhaps, you know, from a microcosm, macrocosm standpoint, humans on Earth were much like cancer cells in our body, right? If the Earth was a body, that we were the cancer cells just like over multiplying and, um, you know, Earth was sending its own way of immune system to like, you know, thwart us out as needed with plagues and whatnot and what have you. And we were getting smarter and had (laughs) vaccines and like all this stuff to kind of combat um, the the illnesses that the earth would manifest in order to keep our numbers down um, to a non-critical, catastrophic uh, point. Anyways, I'm sure you can relate. So, um, which I still kind of believe that that could be true. I feel like, you know, um, as above, so below, there's this sense that everything is made up of the same kind of energetic um, atom system structure and cells organizing themselves into different um, things, beings. And yeah, I don't think that it's much different than, um, than our own bodies. You know, our bodies are the same as, as the, as the world who is a body. So I wrote, um, a piece though, when I was thinking about mind, um, over matter, manifestation, different ways that, uh, we tend to, um, how's, how do I say this? You know, I've, I've talked before about what what is the the self-coaching model put out by Brooke Castillo maybe which is that our 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 thoughts create our feelings and our feelings create our actions you know we act from our emotions and then you know then we have our results and circumstances you know things that happen are outside of those four things that we can control and um and so when, when we say that this thing that happens is bad or good, it's actually, that's us having a thought about it. It's actually no circumstance has, it's all neutral. It's all, you know, which is backed up by Buddhist thinking. So just to kind of encapsulate this, you know, this is what I've been learning a lot recently, um, well, recently, 
Um, I'm 40. So recently is like three years. <laughs> but so for the last three years, I've been listening to this podcast called the Life Coach School podcast by Brooke Castillo. And it has completely uh, shifted my attention from, um, you know, the way that I think about things into a more heart-centered space, which has been helped by the work I do with the Wild Woman Project and Leading Circle. I'm definitely meditating more and doing guided visualizations and tapping into my intuition, reading tarot for others as well as myself on a more regular basis over the last five or more years. And then just the way that I have kind of uh, noticed living in my body differently and it harkens me back to my very intense recreational drug phase when I was in my early 20s and learning about the spiritual body learning about chakras and energetic management in the work of Carolyn Mice so there's kind of this really interesting cluster of things happening but one of the specific things I wanted to just share with you and this is the writing that I did this piece of writing that I kind of just came right out of me and it's basically the concept of of thought work so okay so I want to share this concept called thought work here is something that I have learned about brains that has shifted everything for me listen to this until you have an aha and let me know your thoughts I want to know what you're thinking feeling about this here's 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 my hypothesis here's my my version of this truth. Our brains are programmed. It's like an operating system that has ancestral software already installed. And our family of origin, our teachers as we're young, commercials and cultural experiences install all of the applications. By age seven to eight, we are pretty programmed with basic desktop shortcuts tabs that are constantly open, and a browser history that we don't always think is stored in the memory, but the body is keeping score. By 12, the bugs of adolescence are fucking up some of the more smoothly running programs and creating glitches that constrain the operating system. Trauma, sexual tension, and the cultural pressure to be boxed up and perfectly normal or properly edgy can wreak havoc on mental health, producing triggers and unhealthy habits and responses to stimulus. Our brains by 20 have picked up a ton of beliefs that have been given to us, unchecked by our intuition as our bodies have been a chaotic place to live. In a spongy state, tranced by commerce and seeking pleasure or comfort, our brains have been running programs that were supposed to help us survive, not thrive. At this point, we are looking to build a family. And this furthers the ignorance of our own inner life if we aren't making time and space for digesting our lives or working on our thoughts that do not serve us. Thoughts like, I'm not enough. I'm not a good person. I don't do enough. I'm not smart enough. I can't be enough. I'm just this person who goes to work and I'm just that. So all these thoughts that do not serve us are just running in the background, affecting our emotions, by way affecting our actions, creating results in our life that's basically the same thing over and over again in order to keep us only safe but not excited about anything. 
Our prefrontal cortex, the front of our brain, wants to insist on our ego, that we are special and it can plan stuff and decide new habits and creative projects. But our reptilian brain in the back has super old beta programming. It kept us safe way back when. So it's a trusted source for information. So back in the olden days, that was shit like, one, stay in the cave. Two, that tiger is chasing you. Run. Three, find food or you will die. Four, get rejected by the tribe and you will be ostracized and die in the cold. Nowadays, 21st century, it's like, stay inside. It's dangerous out there. Netflix is great. Two, if I get rejected by the tribe, I will die alone in the cold. Notice some things haven't changed. Three, those beliefs you have expressed that are political in that political thread aren't what I believe, so I will defend myself and attack you. You are my enemy. Four, don't dance in public. You might look foolish. Five, I don't have enough. I am not enough. Six, my boss is a hungry tiger. Seven, hey, Google, what is an oligarchy? When you believe the lie of scarcity, the lie of an ugly face and ruined body, the lie of being trapped in your life, the lie of I am not enough, these programs were not from your inner wise one. These beliefs were given to you at an early age in order to keep you safe from the perspective of your reptilian brain, keep you accepted in the tribe, and you accepted them as your truth. Because you're still alive, so it worked. If you have feelings of fear, as you become more open, free, and empowered, you have cognitive dissidence because of these programs. I'm going to say that again. If you have feelings of fear, as you become more open, more spiritually guided, more empowered in your life, you have cognitive dissonance because you have these programs installed deep within you. You have the capacity to feel much better than just happy. You can feel all the feelings. And you can like the reasons you feel the way you feel. You can decide how you want to feel and catch on to the thoughts that aren't serving you. The key is to not be afraid to feel anything. Because a feeling is just a feeling. You can't change. You can change. You can't change. Not true. You can change your thoughts. And if you don't think your thoughts are the problem, but you feel terrified and frozen all of the time, let me offer you a thought to believe. Your circumstances do not create your feelings. Your thoughts about your circumstances create your feelings 100%. Okay, so if your thoughts create your feelings and you're feeling scared, like you don't have enough, but you're like, well, the truth is I only have enough to barely pay rent and to barely um, uh, get food. So yeah, I'm scared. I should feel scared. I want to offer that. You get to believe that you can create more income and you can find more ways. And that may seem like um, some kind of spiritual washing, spiritual bypassing, but the feeling that you're worth the work that it takes to get you to the next level because it's not going to just happen, right? You can't just light a candle, uh, a green one, put a penny underneath it as a spell, which, you know, maybe I've done, maybe I haven't, I don't know. <laughs> and then expect the riches to pour in. There's work to be done. You know, there's energetic ways that we can exchange and be of service 
to each other and to support each other in a way that helps us to see the reality of what's going on. And I love that I get to change my thoughts and feel better and feel more things, right? I might still feel afraid, but I like the reason I feel afraid. It's not because I'm like stuck and I feel powerless. It's because I feel really powerful and I know that I can work towards a better belief in myself and that that will ultimately start to shift my reality. It may not look this, you know, different instantly. Nothing ever does. These things take practice, just like anything. So I practice beliefs that I want to believe. And when I run into beliefs that I don't want to have in my brain, I say, hey, are you serving me? Is that belief serving me? And my brain might be like, well, it's true. And here's all the proof. My brain loves to provide proof for me that I'm terrible, that I'm not worthy, that I'm not worth it, that I'm not doing a great job, that I've ruined everything, that I can never go back to basics, that I can never get bigger, that I can never grow stronger, that I'm not going to, you know, survive my children. <laughs> my brain likes to give me lots of proof that things are going terribly wrong. But then I say, is that true? Is it true that it's going terribly wrong? No, it's not true. I might feel that way because of a thought that I'm having. I'm thinking about all the ways that I'm stuck and trapped and, you know, I've made this life and here I am and there's no way I can change it. So I'm right. Because I'm unwilling to move into something different that allows for that change to come. I don't go get the wild woman training that allows me to facilitate circles and have the confidence to stand and sit in front of women holding space and facilitating healing, right? If I didn't believe I could change, you know, or make space for those things that are important to me, then I never would. So that's just my little rant for today. I really hope that you are having a lovely day. It's beautiful in the Pacific Northwest. And I hope that you're safe and your loved ones are as well. And don't forget that everything is magic, including you. Thank you for listening. It's such a pleasure every week to spend time with you. And I really appreciate you listening and being here. If you've enjoyed this podcast or benefited from it, please share it with your friends. If you'd like to know more or work with me, you can go to paintagoddess.com and find all of my free resources as well as how to book a reading with me. I work together astrology and tarot, which has been a really illuminating process for my customers and clients and friends. And I would love to do a reading for you and see where we're at today. I also have a eight-week series tarot course coming up starting June 10th. I'm so excited to do this course. The students who have come in already are powerful and amazing, and I can't wait to discover all of the archetypes with them in community. We're doing an eight-week video course with live Q&As during the week, and there will be a lot of love and abundance in a community we're building online to support each other and read for each other. 
as you become a unique voiced reader for the tarot. If you're local to me, I live in the Pacific Northwest. I host monthly new moon circles with the Wild Woman Project, as well as do one-off events and series called The Healing House, where I invite you to take a day away in the middle of the week and come and be in community and circle away from everything and everyone who calls you ma'am, mama, or babe. (laughs) I hope that you'll uh, decide that one of these things might delight you, but if not, that's cool too. I'll see you next week.